Hey, shout out to you for pressing play. Welcome to the Top Brand Builders. Today we've got Nick Perret, founder owner of Suma Media. He runs a marketing company specializing in helping roofers and uh, general contractors with their marketing initiatives. And in this episode, we dive into really goal setting, mindset, kind of vision for the future, working through challenges, and we just talk some real life experiences and trying to apply. I, I ask questions about how to apply the theoretical to the practical. And yeah, it was a, it was a great conversation. So uh, hopefully you can get something out of it and enjoy Let's get to it. I was listening to Rob Deerdick and uh, he was just, I, I'd heard him on the podcast circuit probably two or three years ago and got super pumped just on his approach to life where he, mm-hmm. he, every morning he um, inputs like on a, uh, on a numerical basis, how he's feeling, how he's excited. He calls it living in the energy, anything like below seven, he's got to check something, but you know, he dials in his weight and kind of how many hours of sleep and all these different metrics. Do you do and, that? Uh, do you have, do you have metrics in your life? Would you say? I did. After listening to him, I I kept metrics for like a month or so. And then it's pretty just, good. It just got to be too much. And, mm-hmm. um, but I like the idea of gamifying, you know, that type of data and being able to look at things. Um, I don't but know, dude, you, yeah. you said, you said it got too hard and I agree. That's usually what happens to me, but imagine if I woke up every day and just wrote the number of how I felt on my whiteboard every morning. Right. right. Hey, one through 10, what am I today? Boom. Done. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, I think sometimes we over, like, at least when I, when I get pumped up about something new and like implementing something new in my life, I try to do too much of it. I think, you know what I mean? Where it's like, what if we just simplify and just one thing, literally that. Right. And that's what happened to me. I, I started like, like documenting how many miles I ran. That's what I do too. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be the best at this. I'm going to crush it. And then all of a sudden you just overwhelm yourself. You have to, I think that is probably one of the biggest issues when you're, when you're talking to people too, about, you know, goal setting and, and trying to implement new habits. And we all have, it. I mean, I have it, you know, <laughs> it's like, if I can change, but if you can change one thing, one little thing about yourself in a mm-hmm. positive manner, right. Or get one little baby step towards a goal. I mean, that's what creates momentum, right? Ooh, I can handle this. This isn't that bad, right? And you take these baby steps and you get victories each time you take that baby step. And then all those baby steps, you get there, right? You know? Process, man. That That's that's what I've been kind of trying to focus on more. So let me ask you this, um, mm-hmm. as far as when you're setting these goals and um, something that I'm having kind of an issue, and I've had issues with this for a while, but just shiny object syndrome. So anything worthwhile is going to take a while to uh, complete or achieve. Yeah. You know? And and along that way, as I get new information and hear about new things, like I, it's hard to stay focused. And sometimes like, do I, should I even stay focused? Because now I know more than I did three months ago when I was the old me. Feel me? People, people don't want to compete with somebody who can stay focused. I'll tell you that much. Because the person who stays focused does the repetition every single day and just keeps doing it and keeps doing it and keeps doing it and keeps doing it. And you don't know what day it's going to hit. But all of a sudden, one day it hits, 
you know, and all those days of staying focused pay off because what will happen is we, even no matter how focused you are, it, it, you know, there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be random things that are going to come up and, and they're going to try to stop you from, from getting that goal. Right. But you can just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And what happens is when you hit those obstacles, that's when you start to get, you know, you start to look at other, other options. Right. Cause all of a sudden it got a little bit tougher or it's, you know, what it might be. Now you're like, you know, I'm going to look at a different option. The only reason you're looking at another option is because you're at the tough point of, of this journey to try to mm. go where you're trying to go. So you just got to keep showing up. She keeps showing up. All right. So to dig deeper on that, how do you, how have you historically um, decided on the types of goals that you want to stay consistent with and put the blinders on? How, how do you know something's <laughs> worthwhile? There's got to be some kind of desire. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, when you really, really want something, um, it doesn't really matter how hard the days get. I feel like, like what, when I started the company, I, I was just fired from a job or kind of like let go of a job. And I, dude, I had nothing to lose, dude. And I always knew I wanted to start my own company. So now it's like, well, now I really got it. that. So that goal was like life pretty much. I feel like life kind of decides your, your goals mm. sometimes. Right. Um, you think, you think you want certain things and you know, life, you know, puts you in a different area. You know, for me, like I'm doing marketing for roofing contractors. Like, did you think that like, that's really where I thought I was going to go? But once I got there, there was just so much opportunity. I built so many great relationships and I, it, business is business, right? So I, I just fell in love with business and, and relationships. So sometimes life, I think kind of picks <laughs> for you. And I also think, you know, just personal goals too, like, um, you know, whatever it is, it could be, you know, reading or trying to learn another language or getting better at golf or whatever it might be, you know, running a half marathon. I think that stuff is always really good to have that you can kind of pick and just do something that you're, you're interested in. That's not going to seem like another job. Mm -hmm. You know, if running five miles seems like another job and you freaking hate it, maybe you try something else, mm -hmm. you know, but if you feel good when you get that run in and you're like, man, I really like getting better at this and you're getting the endorphins and that's for you, try something like that. Cause those goals will go hand in hand with business and relationships and all that kind of stuff. I feel like. Mm. You think when starting something new, there should be a honeymoon phase and that's a good sign that you're onto something. So a honeymoon phase. So you're trying, like you're saying, you're trying a new challenge or something like that. And in the beginning, you really love it. Mm -hmm. Of course. I mean, if you don't even have the energy in the beginning, you're not, you're not going to have the energy. <laughs> in that. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're struggling to get like pumped up about that in the beginning, like, you know, you're going to have a long, <laughs> long journey. You might want to try something else. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the argument I, I could picture being it with mm -hmm. that is just like, um, it's a, you know, when you start drinking coffee or something, it's a learned, uh, you, you develop a taste for it, mm. but <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I could see that for sure. But at the same time, it's like, if you hate it right in the beginning, yeah. man, like you're probably going to keep hating it. You know what I mean? Try to try, I think, try to find something that you're vibing at least a little bit. So for me, you know, then the, the marketing space and everything like that, I just like business. I don't really care what I was going to do to be hundred percent honest with you. Like, mm business just interested me. And then I think life just kind of put me in this scenario doing what we're doing now, you know, but, um, I just like business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yo, let's, let's go further with that. Cause that's something that I, I do like, you know, exploring with people that have, you know, built, um, whatever achieved a lot. And, uh, when it comes to going in a certain direction, so there's, mm -hmm. there's kind of two, um, 
things I've heard with where like visualizing like exactly what you want and like feeling it and all that and uh, and like putting yourself in that moment versus just like walking towards a mountain and being like, mm -hmm. I don't really know yeah. what is going to be on that mountain, but I think I want to go to that mountain. And like, what? Yeah. Th does it depend on the topic or how have you thought about those two approaches? I think you should definitely have a target for sure. Otherwise, you're just kind of wandering around. You know what I mean? Like when you when you set a goal, even achieving that is hard. But if you don't have any kind of benchmarks that you're trying to utilize and, and, and follow to try to achieve what you're trying to achieve, uh, it, it's not going to happen. So in my mind, I always got to have an understanding of what I want. There's got to be a goal. Mm. And ideally, in my mind, like when you're talking about like the mountain, like have a huge, huge goal, mm. this huge goal. Because why not? You know what I mean? Like, why not? As long as you can comprehend that you're going to have to break that down into baby steps, right? Like we were talking about before to, to, to eventually get there. Make it huge. Make it the coolest looking mountain, the biggest freaking goal you can make. Why not? You know what I mean? Like the people that, that are getting to the top of that beautiful mountain, right? That unbelievable tip top summit are the people who have a dream to get there, <laughs> right? So if, you, if you're thinking little, little dreams little, little things, you might get there, you might not, but either way, you're still not where you want to be. I think the biggest thing is, is everybody's capable of achieving greatness always. Right. But you got to think big, you got to yeah. think big and you have to accept that. It's kind of scary, but you have, to, you, you have to accept that. Okay. So thinking big, this is something I've got caught up with is I, I think so big, I get jacked and it's like, yo, let's go. But then oh, yeah. it becomes overwhelming. Yeah. And I, I don't, I'm not always great at breaking it into baby steps and then going yeah. back. To so <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk to me about how you break a big goal down into baby steps. How do you, how do you approach that? Yeah. Um, I just think if you, if you do enough like goals or if you want like the more you achieve things i feel like the, the more you kind of understand the process right like all of it is possible if you just keep showing up like you were talking about before in repetition so i i kind of just fell in love with being consistent and then doing what I'm, I'm i like if i if i say i'm going to do something just do it right if you say you're going to do something and it's going to help you get from point a to point b where you're trying to achieve just do it right if you truly love yourself, you truly want to, you know, want to make sure that you're accountable because you expect big things from yourself, right? We can help, we can keep other people accountable, but we struggle to keep ourselves accountable, yeah. right? If you truly, truly care about yourself, right? Love yourself and believe you can do big things, just keep yourself accountable, right? And if you keep yourself accountable, good things are going to happen. You're going to become more value. You're going to become a more valuable uh, person to people around you, right? Which means you can help them succeed as well, right? And then you start to succeed by helping other people succeed. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that um, I've heard Ed Milet talk about is building self-confidence is just keeping promises that you make to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that, uh -huh. that really resonates. Um, and you recently saw Ed Milet. Yeah, I saw him and John Maxwell. It was yeah. at a roofing conference, man. It, it was awesome. It was like um, Emilette came in. He kind of like shook the room, like boom, power. You know what I mean? Like a lot of energy. And then John Maxwell was like the complete opposite, right? He like sat down. He was like, he pretty much he was like, I'm going to tell you a story, basically. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he like, he just like 
massaged you. You know what I mean? Just relaxed. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm going to drop some wisdom on you. All right. <laughs> You're like, so it was two completely different styles, but both of them were really good. Which did, which resonated more with you or if, you know, <sighs> man, you know, I think the, the, um, John Maxwell, man, he's just got so much wisdom, you know mm. what I mean? <laughs> you know, like he, he's just got so much wisdom. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have to like prove himself at all. He's just like, uh, he like, he, his thing was like, Hey, I'm John Maxwell and I'm your friend. Mm. <laughs> like, that's how he started. <laughs> like, that's how he started it. Right. And you're like, all right. And then he just talked, you know, talked to you about leadership and, and life lessons and all this kind of stuff. So it was, it was pretty cool because he's yeah. the king of leadership, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like, uh, I, I like that stuff. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, I think that that is good. Like sometimes uh, I think about Teddy Roosevelt, whatever mm -hmm. his quote was, you know, walk quietly, but carry a big stick or something, mm -hmm. something like that. I, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's something to be said for that. With like too much hoorah rah is like, dude, I don't know. It's a little, I don't know. Um, I feel like, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, like the more successful people get sometimes the less attention they actually want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like in the beginning, I think, you know, people, and I don't know this for sure, but this is always my thing is like, you know, in the beginning, you're trying to prove yourself. You might have a little bit bigger of an ego and stuff like that. Might want a little more attention. And then I think as you get older, you're probably like, I don't want any more attention. I'm just trying to help. Like, you know, I've got enough of that. Right. Like yeah. I know I, I hit my, my goals and stuff. Dude. So what are you dreaming about? What are, what are you uh, going after these days? You know, I, I, I put the, the ultra running behind me kind of, right? So I was doing, I did one more race last year in Oregon. And so I did a 50 miler with my buddy. It was his first 50 miler Damn. and he finished it. He crushed it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good time, man. And I used to live out there too. So it was, it was around Mount Hood, which is beautiful. Like it's one yeah. of my favorite mountains. So amazing views. It was a good race. So that, that was pretty cool. So I think I'm done with that. Now it's been more like, um, Wait, why did you put it behind you? Um, you know, I think the kind of the, the desire for it kind of just faded, mm. you know what I mean? Um, and it might get sparked back up. You never know, but I feel like I did what I wanted to do. Like, honestly, I just wanted to see if I could run hundred miles one time, like if I mm. could physically do it. And then after that, I was kind of like, I, th I think I'm, I'm good. I don't think I want to try to push this any further. You know what mm. I mean? It's, I think it's okay where it's like, you move something down and it's like, all right, I got as far as I wanted to go. I'm going to try something else. Right. And I did it for like four years. And so now I'm, I'm, I've been kind of thinking of what's next. Most of it's been more, mostly business related, honestly, you know, business is going pretty well. Um, I'd like to add some more people for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, business has been a lot of fun lately, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm what's been so fun energy. about it. Um, I feel like, you know, getting, I think you start to see all the hard work you put off or mm. you put in in the beginning and all the hours you put in kind of start to pay off a little bit, you know, people at work, you know, seem to enjoy it, seem happy. <laughs> so hopefully they're happy on the team. You know, everybody gets along real well. Um, clients are good. So it's kind of like, I'm like putting most of my energy towards that right now. Mm. Talk to me a little bit about trans um, transitioning from survival mode as an <laughs> entrepreneur into thriving mode i'm not quite sure what the next mode is but what how is it that... out mode i think like stable okay. mode stable sure. mode you know what i mean you're like you're, yeah. you're like all right hey i think this is real you know what i mean like that's probably what it yeah i i sometimes feel like i've been institutionalized and to mm. stay in survival mode but i have to <laughs> like remind myself like actually dude you can 
start dude, doing little things pleasure pleasure you know like you can do you can have some fun now it's okay dude, without this getting is complacent. a great question yeah that's no that is a, a great question because uh anybody who's ever started a business like the, the like their first business right because this was my first one i'm four and a half years in now and uh the <laughs> it's survival mode it, it's crazy because it's not just 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 work but like your whole mindset like in your life is survival mode it is the weirdest experience right so for me for example it was like i was borrowing my buddy's money to pay my rent you know what i mean like oh. took me like six months to get a customer i'm like holy crap it's gotta get better than this right and so like everything i'm not hanging out with people dude i'm sitting at the i'm sitting we have an office now but i'm, I'm working from home today I would just, I didn't have an office. I'd work from home, like, dude, all day, <laughs> all day, right? And I have no money to do anything with anybody. And you're like, holy crap, this sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then we had some, some hiccups, man. Like we had a project that went south and then uh, they were like threatening to like sue us on something. You know, it's like, oh my God. I'm like, I don't have money to pay this guy. This is scary. <laughs> And so like your whole, your whole mindset on everything. And so why do you think, dude, I think that's why I got into ultra running to be honest with you, dude, it was one of these mm. weird connections where that ultra running, where you're going like these crazy distances is pretty much the same like mindset that I was already in. Right. So that, like this survival mindset to just, just keep going, keep going, keep going. It was so weird, but like, you know, like they, they talked about, I was reading this book that like during recessions and times of, of a hardship, the people that are, the amount of miles and that people are running actually significantly goes up, right? Because of a similar instinct to that, Wow. right? Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I think that's why I actually got, I got into it. it makes a um, lot of sense, dude. You know, and you don't just, um, just get out of it one day. You know what I mean? And so you kind of slowly get out of it. And, and when you do get out of it, you know, your mindset's in a better spot. So, um, you know, the people around you are in a better mental spot. You know what I mean? It kind of, because it starts from you, right? And um, yeah, it, it happens though. You say, mm -hmm. It's just one of those things where you have to like earn your stripes basically, you know, and you're never completely out of it because you never know, <laughs> you know, what could happen, but uh, you definitely start to feel better. So how do you mitigate against becoming complacent though? Mm, I mean, that's not easy. Usually, usually you have to get a reminder. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, in all honesty, like, cause you, you go in waves where you're like, you're like hammer, hammer and hammer and I'll say stuff's going really good. Your stuff's going really good. And the thing is you can't be going like full fledged all the time. Right. So you kind of finally get to a spot where you're like, all right, hey, I, I, we've been pushing super hard. Maybe this week I'm not pushing as hard as, as, as I was before. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And sometimes that, that, that lasts for a longer period of time. And then, you know, maybe you get fired by a client, <laughs> you, you know, uh, maybe like the, the program you're, you're utilizing or the service you're offering isn't performing to the highest level it has been in the past, right? There's always going to be some kind of wake up call and mm. pretty much that, that kind of snaps you back in all honesty because you can't be going full fledged all the time it's just mm -hmm. you can't you're gonna burn yourself out right like man I, I was back to back traveling and stuff for a while and it felt mm. like for like a month and a half i was had no time alone man and i just then i got covid dude i was like but i was dude i think it was all because i was just burnt out to be honest i think that might have been part of the reason why i got sick because you just got burnt out non-stop non-stop you need to take time to to relax right and kind of give yourself some some breathing room to kind of reboot yeah. 
Yeah, you know, um, Gary V talks about uh, micro, what is it, microaggression, macro mm-hmm. patience or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Have you found that to be true or yeah for well the the patience thing is also what he's talking about like when you're you're saying like hey i can't handle you know or sometimes it's hard to 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 look at that big big goal and break down to baby steps that's what the patience is right If, if you have patience and you just keep going keep going every day you show up right you might not end up exactly where you you were planning on going but you're going to be in a much better position than you were before because mm-hmm. you're going to gain all that experience all that wisdom right you're going to learn a lot you're going to meet a lot of people that's another thing meet a lot of people connect with a lot of people get people to love you right <laughs> i think that might be the biggest key to, uh, to success and honestly if if people love you right mm-hmm. so if, if your team loves you right? Your customers love you. People in your industry that you're working with love you, right? Because you treat them all well. If you can deliver on your service, it's game over because why wouldn't they just work with the person that's like, Hey, we, we love this company. These people are great. Right? So that's how you win with people. You get, you get everybody to love you, right? Everybody that's on your team has got to love their, the, the, you know, everybody they engage with and it's kind of game over. I agree with you. But to push back on it a little bit. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I want to know how you balance being, um, you know, yeah, obviously we want everyone to love us, but uh, yeah. becoming a people pleaser and then worrying too much about what somebody else thinks about you, what they would say, what they're doing, that, that can gotta become be paralyzing. Hey, you got to generally, you just got to like be genuine, right? Mm. I mean, so anybody you're engaging with that you're a fan of, just genuinely love them, right? If, mm. if you're a fan of that person, let them know. That's what I'm saying, right? You don't have to be working with everybody. Not everybody has to be, you know, some kind of business partner or strategic partner with you, whatever it might be, right? You don't have to be clients. You don't have to have everybody be your client, right? But if, you, if you're if you vibing somebody, right? I'm telling you, let them know. In the, in the work gotcha. environment, business environment, right? Your employees, if you love your employees, let them know, right? Right. What's the worst thing that could happen there? Yep. If you love your clients, let them know, right? I mean, if you do that, right, and you're and you're delivering, right? If you're taking care of your employees and you're taking care of your customers, you're probably gonna do all right, right? Yeah. Um, the opposite approach would be like the Machiavellian approach, though, is when you become too generous and then you like pull back the reins. All of a sudden they start yelling at you rather than if you're not generous at all. And every once in a while you throw them a bone. They're like, oh, so generous. That's the opposite approach. I, I, I tend to agree with you, but I don't Dude, know. I'm telling you, though, man. So I just take I look at the customers that we've, you know, because we've we've lost customers. You know, we've, you know, had customers for a long time. The people that I, I like built a really good relationship and were, were, I would consider friends, you know what I mean? At that yeah. point, dude, I think they're probably gonna work with us for life. Do you know mm. what the value of that, of that customer is now? If I have a customer, like an A customer, right? You kind of tier your customers, A, B, C. If sure. I have an A customer that I am really good friends with, right? I hang out with their family, right? I come to events with them. You know what I mean? We hang out, we go to games together, stuff like that, dude. Yeah, that's what you want. That's yeah. exactly what you want, right? Think of your core customer. Who is it, right? What are their attributes? What are they like? How do they treat you? Do they pay on time? All that kind of stuff, right? Do they, they do they complain a lot? Or are they very easygoing and, and fun to work with, right? 
write that down. That's your core customer. Mm-hmm. And then ideally you get to the point where those are the people that you're working with. I like that a lot. So have you ever fired a customer because you had, you just don't align on things like mm-hmm. as the per like usually f- customer fires the company, but opposite yeah, approach for sure. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. But I think now I'm better. I mean, I like to think for the most part, I'm much better at like identifying who we want to work with. Mm-hmm. Right. And then just working with those people for the most part. That's that's the main goal. Hopefully I can get it before. Because the thing is, is I do most of the sales. We have a small company. I do most of the sales. But then the team has to deal with the customer, right? So if I'm bad at picking good customers, I don't have to deal with them. My team has to deal with them. Mm. <laughs> so, so, right? so if I mess that up and screw them and then give them bad customers, <laughs> then they have to deal with it. You know what I mean? So that just wouldn't be a good look for me. That's good. That's good. Because yeah, there is that classic tension between sales and ops where the salesman promise everything and the ops are like, yo, how are we going to do this? But as the owner of the company, that's the, that's the ultimate check and balance. Oh dude. Yeah. I, but I I do love that though. You hear the stories about the different, like we're small, but like I've been in in corporates and you know, corporate organizations. It's like you hear all the different departments (laughs) and how they get mad (laughs) because of bad communication. Oh my God, man. It's so funny. You ask a salesman. I mean, they you, you, they'll deliver to you marketing. the world, bro. Just yeah. <laughs> and then, then they're like, they're like, marketing sucks. The leads suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I love that, man. Yeah. So, so, dude, talk to me a little bit. So, you've been on this journey for four, four and a half, five years, and um, mm. like as you reflect back on your mindset from the beginning till now, what's like the I know it's kind of hard to judge your own growth, but if there's one thing mm-hmm. that you would say, like that you've really just excelled at, um, what, what, what do you think has been the biggest change in your mentality? I'm, I'm definitely getting better at uh, pitfalls, right? So whenever stuff goes south, right? Because <laughs> there's definitely a lot of different stressful moments where things don't go, you know, go as planned. It's like, oh, this is going great. This is going great. And all of a sudden, nope, now it's not, right? This fell apart. Mm. This didn't work. This customer fired you. You know what I mean? It used to affect me, I think, a little bit more. I think now I have a, a more positive reaction, right? And I'm, I'm able to reflect on it a little bit better and then make better decisions. So I think one thing for anybody that's, you know, at a leadership position or management uh, position that has to make decisions, it's like um, getting better at decision making, right? Mm. It's almost an, uh, like a, um, an undervalued skill set, right? But I mean, it's really everything, right? You make so many decisions a day. And if, if you are leading a company or leading a team, you make the good decisions, good things will happen. So how, so how do you, what's your decision-making process? Make them slower now, I think, right? If it's mm. a bigger decision. So I'm very, I make very quick decisions, right? So, which is a skill set, I think at the same time, but cause dude, my literally growing up, my grandma, she'd go, Hey, do you want, do you want chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Two seconds. Oh, you can't decide. No ice cream. All right, let's mm. go. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, <laughs> think about that, right? So yeah. sometimes what happens is, is with companies not, you know, achieving their goals is that they're making too slow of decisions, right? So you got to make decisions quick, right? But if I'm emotional, then I'm slower about that decision, right? Mm. But the biggest thing is, is if you make a decision, and if it's the wrong decision, right, 
experiences of the, the teacher, it's reflection, right? So you have mm-hmm. to be able to reflect on that experience, analyze it, right? And figure out what you could do better for the future. Otherwise you continue to make a similar mistake. Yeah, that's good. Reflecting on the, okay. So if you're feeling emotionally triggered, you say, you know what, I'm going to let this, you know, pause it, whatever, come back to it, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of simmer on it. We'll see what happens. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, what else is on your mind, dude? What's like the biggest challenge that you're facing these days? The hardest challenge that I'm facing these days. I think honestly, you know, we talked a little about in the beginning is, is you have to have a vision, right? We were talking about visions and, and understanding what you want next. Mm. For me, it's kind of like, you know, business is going good, but now it's trying to figure out, well, you know, what do I actually really want out of it? You know what I mean? Like, what do I want next? You know what I mean? What do I want to achieve with it? So it's actually trying to figure out what you want next, because once I figure, I think the hardest part is, is figuring out what you really want. And then, mm. <laughs> you know, once you figure it out, what you want, then I'm not worried about getting it. But for some weird reason, the hardest part for me right now is being like, what do I really want? Because the thing is, if I just pick something random and I don't really want it, I'm not going to put everything into it. But if I can kind of identify what I want next, then I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of a fun process though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm trying to kind of tasting right now. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm hungry, but the thing is, I, I like, I don't always just want just more growth or more money or something like that. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, what could we do better? You know what I mean? That could kind of excite you. Like, mm. you know, right now we're, um, you know, we, we generate leads is, is one of our, one of our services, right. For these contractors. And we're developing this new lead portal and stuff like that. People that can log into, it's gonna be pretty sweet. We're pretty excited about that. Right. So we're putting a lot of energy towards stuff like that. You know, whatever you can kind of, you know, put something out new for your customers. I think that's pretty exciting, you know? Um, but yeah, man, life is good though. You know, you're saying is we're talking about complacency and stuff like that. Got to make sure I figure out what I want next. And once I do, I'll be off and running, you know what I mean? But I, like I was saying before, I don't think I have to be like pushing all the time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right now I'm kind of more of a, like analyzing everything that we got going on, trying to figure out what I want next. Yeah. So to, to figure out what you want next though, um, do you feel like you have to expose yourself to a lot of things and then mm-hmm. if something, something kind of clicks? Yeah, exactly. And you, and you, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Expose yourself to yeah, try different things, right? Be very present, mm. right? To try to make sure you're picking up on what you want, you know? But yeah, exactly. That's, that's a great way to look at it. Try a variety of different things, right? Be very involved, very present, engage with it. See what, you know, see what comes from it. Yeah, but I'm happy though, dude. That's one of the biggest things, right? Is like, mm. you, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm happy. Life is good. You know, I feel like you know a lot of these things have gone my way. I'm pretty lucky. And at the end of the day, if you're if you're happy, man, that means that that you're winning, right? That's right. That's right, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people people always at man, people always at uh, like uh, you know Christmas and stuff when you go back, they always they always ask like one of the number of things is they always ask like oh well what do you do for a living right that's mm-hmm. not that's a number one right and uh, you know if you say some big company or something if you say hey I work at Google or I work at Facebook or something like that right people oh whoa right, right. but they, ne- they they never really ask if uh, if you're happy there <laughs> you know what I mean they're like oh well what do you do. That's it. Pretty much. Where do you work and what do you do? Yeah. And dude, happiness is a strange thing, isn't it? Because it feels like if you pursue it too directly, 
mm-hmm. it's ever it, it kind of eludes you or you just yeah. ch- you try to shortcut it and you, you you chase those momentary pleasures that ultimately leave you the key hey, you live empty. it you live it you, you just live it man you, you're not you know what i mean you don't you don't chase happiness you live it you, is it gotta, is it a byproduct is I it a byproduct so, of the, just the decisions you make i think so and i think it's a lot of it's just perspective and mindset though too mm. you know what i mean like man we got it so good like let's be realistic if you compare us to what we have you know or what you know other ha- people have around the world you know we are very well off you know very lucky and have so many opportunities to get to do so many cool things you know it's like i'm living it right i mean it's not like you're happy every day but right you, know, you sometimes you gotta trick yourself just to get the motor going and then i know <laughs> you know what i mean you gotta gotta pretend to be happy even when you're not and kind of put on like smile right away in the morning and stuff like that right hey, turn oh. it around <laughs> turn it around start the engine a little bit right yeah so yeah dude so that actually was one last question i was like when you're down and like kind of slugging through it or discouraged or whatever mm-hmm. you try to um just gain perspective and, and or like how how do you work through when you, when you talk about those times that get difficult yeah oh. i mean it depends sometimes i let i let myself you know just be upset or in a bad mood for a little bit you know what i mean like a day Mm. you know what i mean yeah if for some weird reason you're in a bad mood you can't tell why or or maybe you're going through some hard stuff i'll let my i'll let my i'll give myself some self-pity for like a day you know what i mean sure. you know sometimes if it's something big right and but after that though you know it's not going to do you any good right nobody it's not going to change anything mm-hmm. you know what i mean so at some point it's like you got to try to change that and uh you know, if you, if you, if you get up, you know, excited for the day, right. In a positive mindset, right. And you give that positive attitude to people around you, you're going to get it back, right. It's going to come back. Yeah. I think that's yeah. healthy, man. I think that's healthy. Allowing mm-hmm. yourself some, some time to, we are human, man. We can't like pretend yeah. like we're not exactly. like going to go through hard times and be sad or angry. We'll be bummed out. We'll be bummed out sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's kind of, dude, that, that's what I got. You got any questions? Man, well, how you living, man? What about you? How you living? Life is good? Dude, life, <laughs> shit, man, after this conversation, hell yeah. Yes. Man, no, life's great, dude. Um, Yeah, I, I guess I'm just in this this a little bit of a transitional period myself where I, I don't want to get complacent. There are things that if like some big customers fell through, that'd be, that'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. But um. I don't feel like I'm going to be out on the street at this point. So it's, I'm not necessarily in survival mode anymore. Yeah. And so I guess it's just been, it's been good to hear um, your perspective on that, but. Uh, well, ni- well, nice work yeah, on man. that though. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, got to th- fight to keep it now. Right. I got to fight to keep it. Exactly. You exactly. know what I'm saying? If you thought in here was hard, just wait. Right. So now you got to level up. You got to level it up. Right. And that's, that's what can keep you going too. out of complacency that I didn't talk about is, Hey, Oh, I can level up. I can level up. Cause if you, if you hit that next goal, man, it's not about hitting that next goal. It's about that person you're becoming every time you hit that next goal. Right. Yes. How good did it feel to get to where you are right now? Like how proud are you of where you got? I am proud. I sometimes hell pinch yeah. myself. Yeah, now, hell yeah. I, with, with that said, it's it's those, you know, it's it's growth in yourself in that tiny bit each day. So sometimes yeah. it's a little bit hard to notice, but when you take a hard look at what you were doing a year ago, two years ago, it's like, whoa, 
All right. Ooh, yeah. I've, I've come I've come quite a far quite quite a ways. You've been climbing. Hey, you've, you've been climbing. You've been climbing the mountain. You've been climbing the mountain, and all of a sudden you, you look back. You're like, oh. Yeah. All right. I've I've come pretty far. I'm pretty high up. That's where you're exactly, living right now, dude. man. That's where you're living right now. I'm just trying to continue to elevate the mindset, and um, yep. you know, one here's one thing that I've noticed with uh, that seems to be a universal um, challenge, I guess, or just mm-hmm. whatever is at every level of business or life in general. <clears throat> there are people like everyone has a mentor and every like mm-hmm. or everyone has the potential to have a mentor someone that knows more experienced more whatever but i see it in sales at least that like who i'm selling to to them yeah it's a decent you know investment but it's not like say a $5000 project that doesn't mean the same to them that it means to me and then they turn around and when they sell something, maybe they're selling a $500,000 project mm-hmm. and who they're selling to it. It doesn't mean the same to them as the, you know, the third tier up as it does to my customer. And then it, so yeah. on and so forth. How have you been able to elevate your mindset to be, I guess, more empathetic or just think more like people that are a rung or two or a couple levels above where you're at, where you're at, if that makes sense. So, so explain that a little bit to me. So you, you said, um, they're not valuing, like they're not valuing enough what you're doing basically. Is that kind of what you're saying? No, no. What I'm saying is sometimes I get, um, nervous that I'm overpricing something Uh, mm. because it's like, Whoa, that's a lot of money. And I'm just using this money thing as an example, but like, it's more of a mindset of how yeah, you, for you sure. take these next level steps where, um, you know, you're dealing with these fortune 500s and a couple million dollar contract is a rounding error. You know what I mean? So yeah, I guess I'm getting a little in the weeds, but it's, it's something yeah, it don't, goes yeah. back to mindset though, for me is like, how have you been able to continually elevate well, first off, work, work with customers, though. I think I know where you're going with this. So, like, first off, work with customers who can afford you, right? It's mm. just, right? So, if, if they're, like, it is not going to be fun to try to go into a customer. If, hey, if you think you're worth $10,000, let's just say. Say, if you, hey, any project that I do, $10,000, right? Mm. That's my value, right? Now, you want to find someone who you're not going to have to, like, uh, basically educate on why your type of services are at ten thousand dollars right you want to be working with somebody where they're looking at that and they hey they already stand that that that's a reasonable price you do mm. great work right and then of course you want to have build a brand that portrays that ten thousand dollar price mm. right so when you do a great job with your you know your content let me look at your background or your audio setup all that stuff right that's high quality. So when you, cause you're mm. focusing on a lot of video stuff. So you want to make sure anything that you're doing that's related to video, right. Looks great. Mm. You know what I mean? Word. So, you know, get that brand built like this, the way you have been and understand, Hey, based off my experience and, and the projects that I'm doing, it's definitely reasonable that I, you know, it's $10,000. Yeah. All right. All right. That was a little random at the end, but you know, Appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, my my question was That's something you just have to get over, though. To be one hundred percent honest with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. That that's that, I guess that when you ask me how things are going, that's my current challenge. That's mm-hmm. my hurdle is the pricing. It's always been kind of like understand your value yeah. though, right? So if you look at your 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 services and what and what you produce, what do you think that's legitimately worth, right? What do you think someone should be paying for that? If you look at the open market, what are people similar to your skill set selling it at, right? And then if you build a brand that's really sustainable, it looks good, you can charge a little bit more, right? Because you have brand value. Mm, yeah. Appreciate that. Well, Nick, you, uh, dude, you crushed it. You're the, you're the first repeat guest on the top. Oh, brand builders. let's go, baby. Yes, let's sir. Go. <laughs> so, man, I appreciate you coming on and just dropping some knowledge here, man. Thank yeah, you. man. Thanks so much for having me. Great, great, great conversation, dude. Anyway, right. keep crushing it. Let's yeah, go, baby. Yeah, keep crushing bro. it, man. Proud of you. Any ask for the audience and anything that uh, you want to, you know, point them towards? Hey, how about why not, man, dude? Hey, how about follow that mindset? You know about the why not mindset, man. If, if you want to try something, why not? Give it a go. I believe in you. Make it happen. Let's go, baby. Come Let's on. Go. <laughs> Epic. Hey, thanks for listening. If your business needs help with content marketing, photo, video, podcast, reach out at greenmedia.net. Until next time, remember, ain't nothing to it but to do it.